Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Content warning. This episode contains explicit language and material. Listener discretion is advised. Hi guys, it's Sarah, Shauna, I'm Sam, and I'm Bobby, and this is Speaking of Missing Persons. And again, I'm here to give you a horrible story. (laughs) I mean, it's true crime, aren't all of them pretty fucking tragic? Yeah, but I think I'm going to get the reputation of being the one that tells the worst of the crime stories, although I don't know what Shauna's working on currently. Meaning that people are the only people that are to listen to Sarah are <laughs> the ones you still listening to true crime. Yeah, but they're like, you know, there's some true crime that doesn't go into like gory detail or, you know, that's not me. I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. Gore, no gore. Yeah, you're going to probably get the the less uh, gory out of me. <laughs> and if I ever tell a story, it'll just be, well, it won't be PG, but I don't know how many details I'll get into. I mean, it's true crime. So you'll get the full picture of the story. And Samantha won't be telling any stories. I know. I just don't know right what now. to say because I'm just like, I'm trying to mentally prepare for however heavy this is about to be. And try not to be a crybaby about it. You're not a crybaby. You react naturally. I don't think anyone is going to fault you for shedding tears for the horrible things that happen to other people. That's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Absolutely. And I agree with that also. So... So, speaking of missing persons, who are we hearing about this week? We're actually from Kentucky, so I decided to do a small town in Kentucky with the same kind of fucked up shit happening in it that makes no sense. It's definitely not as small as Skidmore, but still small. I think there's like... 14,000 people in this town instead of just a couple hundred people, but compared to, you know, like a big city, that's still considered small. Yeah, it's like a suburb. Right. So we're going to Bardstown, Kentucky, which is known as the bourbon capital of the world. Oh, okay. All right. But isn't Kentucky just like the... The whiskey capital of the world? Not whiskey, Bobby. 
I'm they don't saying, make whiskey. They make bourbon. Well, <laughs> isn't Kentucky <laughs> isn't Kentucky the the pretty much the bourbon capital of the world? Yes, but this town specifically makes a lot of bourbon, so it's like where bourbon is made. Um, but yes, Kentucky is definitely known for bourbon, which none of us drink. No, okay. No, not anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah, not yeah, any. Definitely more. not a drinker. Okay, so it's July third, two thousand fifteen. Oh, this isn't that long ago. No, presumably the middle of the night. Okay, so when... we don't actually know. No. Okay. Cool. When a girl named Crystal Marie Rogers just disappears, just vanishes. She's 35 years old and the mother of five. She has five children. Oh, boy. And she was at home, I'm assuming, and then the kids got up in the morning and she's not there. So what happened is her mother, Sherry, reported Crystal missing on July 5th, 2015, when she had not heard from her or seen her in two days, because that was not normal. So the last known sighting of her was two days before that. On July 3rd. On July 3rd. Um... The same day she was reported missing, her car was found with a flat tire at mile marker 14 on the Bluegrass Parkway. The keys were inside, along with her cell phone, which was dead, and her purse. Immediately, her family and friends started searching Bardstown for Crystal. She at the time, lived with her longtime boyfriend and the father of her youngest son, and his name is Brooks Hoyk. At the time of her disappearance, he said he went to bed at 11 p.m. on July 3rd, and she was sitting on the couch playing games on her phone. When he woke up the next morning, she was gone, and so was her car. Hmm. So he's the last person to have seen her. I, I'm just over here contemplating why a mother of five would just leave five children in the middle of the night. Exactly. Well, I mean, how old were, does it give the ages of young. the children? Well, Sarah said she was only 35, right? I will tell you her youngest child is two. And she's and 35. one of her children was 11 at this time. And they all lived at home with her and the yes. boyfriend? Yes. And all of the children were still there? Yes. But... The last time he saw her, though, was 11 p.m. 11 p.m., he said. he went When he went to bed, she was sitting on the couch playing a game on her phone. I mean, if everyone in the house by that point is tucked in, in bed, asleep, leaving to, leaving to run an somewhere. errand of, of some kind, like, using that opportunity to go do something. Yeah, but... It's Kentucky. Like, even where we grew up, Walmart wasn't 24-7. It was 2015, Shona. That didn't, that Walmart didn't become 24 You're thinking of the town you, we grew up in, not the town they're in. We know nothing about their stores. I'm just saying. We don't know. So here's the thing. He said he wasn't worried originally because... 
they had a stressed relationship and sometimes Crystal would go stay with friends or her cousin, but he did, he said he did try to call her on 4th of July and she didn't answer. I find that a little odd that he goes to bed, even if they have a stressed relationship, that he would assume that after he's already asleep and the children already asleep, that she's just going to pack up and head out somewhere to stay the night. Yes, he had. I that also, seems odd to me. Yeah, I also don't get a good feeling from that because, like, I, like if she's mad at him, you know, and he's already crashed out in the bed. Yeah, why um, leave? Right, why leave? Right. Crash on the couch or something like that or whatever. But to just pack up and take off seems odd. Not only that, I mean, I just wouldn't leave my five children to you, go stay somewhere else. That's you personally. Yeah, but still. So we don't know, okay? You don't know. Only one of the kids were, like, was theirs. You don't know if all five children were there. Some of them could have been with their own fathers. never said whether all five children were there. The only kid it, like, really mentions is the two-year-old. But they do talk about her other, one of her other kids later. But anyway, I still just find it strange. I need to know more. Well, I'm going to tell you more, Bobby. Uh, Crystal's family suspected Brooks from the very beginning. Her sister, whose name is Brooke. So her sister is Brooke. Her boyfriend was Brooks. Just so we're not confused. What's his first name? His first name is Brooks. Oh, that's his first name. His first name is Brooks. What's his last name? Hoyk. Okay. (laughs) I was going to say, we go by the last name to differentiate, but... So her sister told reporters that he had not been helping search or doing anything to help find Crystal. Now, mind you, her family, like, on the 5th, they're like, we're going to search this whole town looking for her. Brooks does go to the police station to be interrogated on the 8th, okay? Well, his brother Nick was a police officer for Bardstown Police. How convenient. Right? So he, Nick, calls Brooks while he's in the interrogation room and tells him not to cooperate or answer any of the police's questions because... He said they were going to pretty much pin this on him. So he needed to just like stop coerce talking. him into. Yes. So he told his brother to just stop talking. Okay. Mm. I will say I mean, that, this. That's kind of. If you are being investigated by the police, you're in an interrogation room, ask for a lawyer. No, I, 100%. I, but. If you're if you're legitimately guilty, I hope it doesn't work out for you. But either way, it's good practice to, if you're in an interrogation room, shut up and ask for a lawyer. Yeah. That being said, if you're one thousand percent innocent, go. Where's my lawyer? Pretty much, it makes you look guilty. But but who cares? Look guilty as long as you can prove that you're not. Correct. Well, because of this phone call, Nick was asked to appear in front of a grand jury. 
on July 9th. Soon after, he stopped cooperating with the sheriff's office also. But he did agree to take a polygraph test when asked by the Kentucky State Police. Although he would not actually take it until July 20th when the FBI got involved. Okay. I mean, that's quite a stretch of time. So July 20th. I know she's been missing for three weeks. So Nick failed the polygraph. The examiner said he had grave concerns about the results. Brooks also took a polygraph at this at some point, and his results were inconclusive. Meaning he was tr- inconclusive usually means they're trying to sway the machine one way or another by means of... Or they're intoxicated, or, or yeah. they didn't the sleep the night before, or whatever. That's why polygraphs are not a reliable They're not thing. admissible in court, yeah. Right, it's because they're not super reliable right but it is weird that one brother failed it completely who is a cop and the other brother was inconclusive so nick got suspended from the police department and while they were like deciding what to do with him he's suspended from july to october and then in october they fire him for interfering with their investigation. Does it ever say what kind of questions they ask him in the polygraph? No. Mm. He deserves to be fired if he's going to... Yeah, but, I mean, you can look at it two ways. Like, one, he was trying to help his brother out who's getting interrogated because his girlfriend is missing, so he just calls him and he's like, dude, stop talking, get a lawyer. Or you can look at it in... A whole nother way and be like, okay, they both know something. So he's calling to make sure his brother doesn't say the wrong thing. Yeah, that's the thing. That's why I asked, like, what kind of questions did they ask it him? Because with, like, without knowing that, yeah, kind of a coin toss of, like, right. what he failed on that polygraph test. Well, police announced that Brooks was their main suspect at a press conference pretty early on in this investigation. But he has never been arrested for anything to do with this case, even to this day. He's never been arrested, but he's always been their main suspect. They also believed that Crystal met with foul play, that she was murdered. Like, they, the police don't think she's just missing. They think he killed her. They just haven't had proof to charge him with anything. Um, in December of 2015, a guy named Danny Singleton, who was a close friend and employee of Brooks, was arrested for 38 counts of false swearing after he lied under oath to a grand jury. So he, they make it seem like he was covering up things for Brooks like he was lying for him and so he spent six months in jail for that no was that a totally unrelated case no this is about okay so he crystals lying about things to do with crystal and Brooks 38 counts 
of... So he lied 38 separate times? Apparently. That's excessive lying under oath. (laughs) Well, then on June 1st of 2016, so this is almost a year after she vanished, the brother's grandmother, okay, everyone following, Mm -hmm. her name is Anna Whitesides. She asserted her Fifth Amendment right and refused to testify when she was asked to give testimony to a grand jury. She wouldn't answer their questions. She, like, said, Fifth Amendment right. Don't have to. So, like, everybody that he knows is either failed something to do with this case or is refusing to talk about it. Yes. (laughs) That just seems shady. It seems super shady. Like, you can't get much more shady than that. Those are the only words to use there. Yeah. Well, on July 6th of 2016, so pretty much a year, Crystal's parents filed for grandparent rights for her son that she shared with Brooks because he refused to let them be a part of his life. And so they... Wanted joint custody. So they started fighting him for that. Then in August of that year, police search a farm owned by the brother's mom, but they don't find anything. So it's a, they're still actively looking and going after Brooks right. to try to find something. Well, then shit hits the fan. It gets... Even more sad and weird. So while getting ready for a hunting trip on family property near the Bluegrass Parkway with Crystal's 12-year-old son, and it's like early morning hours, there because obviously you go deer hunting super yeah, early. Yeah, like before the sun's up. Right. It's November 19th, 2016, and Crystal's father, Tommy Ballard, was fatally shot in the chest with one shot. The crime has not been ruled a homicide yet, but was determined not to be suicide because Tommy's gun had not been fired. Crystal's son was also determined not to have anything to do with it. Unfortunately, there were no clues for the police to go on, and this case is also considered unsolved no ballistics anything no he was shot from like a distance so someone was literally waiting in the woods for him to on his property well no the distance shouldn't matter unless the bullet was missing they should be able to get the bullet i mean they have the bullet but there's literally no gun no gun no witness no nothing it like came out of nowhere year old no what i'm saying is if they no. have the bullet, can't they test the bullet? Yeah, but you need a gun to match it to because it's not the... <laughs> yeah, you need the gun. It's not the bullet that holds the identifier. It's the barrel, the inside of the barrel of the gun. Like You have to take the bullet casing and match it. Yeah, you can see what kind of gun it came from, but oh, not right. the exact gun it came I from without the gun. So when you shoot a gun, each gun... True crime. Uh, it leaves uh, its own definite marks on the outsides of the bullets. Right. And so without the gun being test fired, you can't determine if that's the same gun. 
So it's like a fingerprint for every I, gun. See, my understanding was that there was a database, um, a lot like APHIS or whatever, like they have for fingerprints, but for rifling. I have no idea. I have no I idea thought. either. I've never heard that. No clue. Me either. Okay. <sighs> then I'm probably just out of my mind, honestly, because I, I really thought that that was a thing that existed. I mean, well, it and, probably should, but... And the thing with Samantha's question or statement of, like, her 12-year-old son was there. Right. Yeah, but it was it was dark. He didn't even see which way the bullet came from. He It, like, happened so fast. It was one shot in the chest, and he fell down dead. It was, like, that quick. And they were the only two there on the property, and the police found, like, no evidence of anybody else ever being there. Yeah, that's insane. It would have to be someone that knew the property to not, like, disturb anything. So Crystal's mom, Sherry, thought this happened because Tommy vowed to never give up trying to find Crystal. He had set up Team Crystal, a group of Bardstown, Kentucky community members dedicated to finding Crystal and bringing her home. Like, he advocated constantly to try to find his daughter and you know get his grandchild and like all these things and so there there was one thing I saw in something I read that said he had told Sherry like a week before he thought someone was following him but there's no like proof of that or anything like is mm. but yes most people think that obviously the two are related like well, maybe yeah. he was what? getting close to figuring out what happened to her or something and yeah it sure seems like it would be or yeah. they just wanted him to stop fighting to try to find her and putting it on the news and things like that well he sounds like a good dad since he was doing all of those things mm-hmm. right well On July 28th, 2017, so another year goes by and nobody has heard anything. Police arrest another girl named Crystal, but her last name is Maupin, I think, um, which is Brooke's new girlfriend. Uh, Weird. I don't think that's that weird. It's been two years. No, her name is is also Crystal. Crystal, Crystal. I feel like it's I one it's heck weird. of a coinky dink, but it's not. Well, how about know. this, Bobby? They arrested her because she was caught on camera ripping up the signs that said stand with the Ballards and had all the information on the sign about Crystal. She was ripping them up all throughout town and got arrested and charged with theft. Yeah, that makes him look even more freaking guilty. Unless she was just like, I can't take this. Or jealous. Who knows? Mm. Well, here's something that's going to make him look even more bad. Because the only interview Brooks has given after the very first one was to one Nancy Grace. You know who Nancy Grace is, right? She does the interviews on, I think it's CNN. I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I know the name, but I don't really watch any of her stuff. So he gave an interview with her in 2018. Well, the first one he gave was with Nancy Grace. That's the one where he was just like, I'm sad and blah, blah, blah. And then he gave another interview with a, a Kentucky paper, and he actually said, I have been advised, you know, to ride the wave and keep on keeping on. And that's what I've done. And it's worked out great this far. So he's just keeping on. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, keep the on keeping fuck. on. The fuck. Yeah, he's real concerned. That's the biggest yeah, problem with the whole situation. And he is not the slightest bit bothered by her disappearance. Yeah, he doesn't see He to has care. no care in the world about it. Didn't help with the search. Like, has pretty much given no fucks about her missing. Right. Well, in April of that year, the same 2018. He was arrested on four counts of felony theft for allegedly stealing more than 200 bundles of roofing shingles from Lowe's over a three-day time period. How in the fuck (laughs) do you do that? Do you do you just repeatedly <laughs> walk in and out of the damn store? I think they're outside. They're like one of those things that they keep outside because they're like super heavy and they're weather resistant. Maybe. I don't know. That, I don't pay attention I can't, to shingles. I can't those. <laughs> yeah, I don't but those go things those very often. Those things have to be heavy. I never go on the commercial side. Those things have to be heavy. Well, oh, they are. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's 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 fucking ridiculous. He was released the very next day on a $25,000 bond. Well, yeah, that's probably how much those shingles cost. Uh, yeah, I would say. Then another two years goes by. <laughs> okay, another two years. Still nothing. Nothing at all. Hmm. What's happening? I don't know. Shingles Samantha laughed. Yeah, Bobby was just... He was shingles don't cost that Shaking much. his head at the cost of the shingles. Who knows, Bobby? We don't build houses. <laughs> I don't know. But I know it doesn't... It costs less than that to buy the shingles and get your roof redone. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, but then what's the point in stealing them then? Just because he thought he'd get away with it? Oh, maybe, maybe. How many shingles are in this startup? Yeah, maybe he was trying to start up a side hustle or something. How many shingles are in a two (laughs) hundred, two hundred bundles? Is that really information that we need? Do we need? I think Sean is just trying to figure out how the hell he got them out of the store. (laughs) I'm sure he had a truck. The thing is, like, I mean. You go into Lowe's and Home Depot. How often do you actually find an employee <laughs> that's willing to help you with shit? Like in Home Depot. It, yeah, I only go to Home Depot because <laughs> Lowe's is terrible. Yeah, they are. I mean, 
I'm sure you can Are walk we even away? allowed to say Lowe's is terrible? Sorry, Lowe's. <laughs> it's it's our personal opinion that your service. Yeah, no, you can definitely go to Lowe's your if you want. Has not been the greatest. We prefer Home Depot. I just Home feel Depot like or Menards. <laughs> I'm good with Menards. Well, I mean, my thing is, is if he went to Home Depot, he wouldn't have been able to do that because even at the outdoor entrance, they have two employees. Kind I'm just of saying, like Walmart with their greeters. It's easy. But it's friendlier. easier than you think a lot of times Agreed. to walk out of a retailer yeah. with large items. Because the, everybody mean, probably is like, oh, they had to have paid for that, right? In my retail management experience, I've had people walk out of a tiny drugstore with entire shelves of Tide laundry detergent and nobody knew that it happened. Okay? Like, there's if there's a will, there's a way. Right? How the hell? We won't get into that. But Just we're going to say, but, okay, we're moving on. All, we're we going to end this by saying, don't be a stupid ass thief and go get a fucking job and work for your shit. Clearly, Stop I'm stealing not a thief. I don't. From people or businesses because it's fucking dumb it's fucking it stupid dumb. get a job you get yourself in trouble get a job yeah i okay so we're going two years two years two, two more, more years. years so 2018 we're now in 2000 we're in 2020 20. yeah oh, okay. we're in 2020 because 18 is when years. he got the girlfriend right and when the girlfriend no seven, was the 17 is the girlfriend 18 is lowe's Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're in 2020. 2020, yeah. Lows. So in 2020, the FBI took over the case, finally. Oh, okay. With Good. 150 federal authorities, they executed nine search warrants at three properties owned by Brooks and his family. But guess what? They found Nothing. nothing. They announced that they believe Crystal's maroon Chevy Impala was the car used to dump her body. So they think that's why her body was on the side of the road is they literally... The car, you mean? Or the car was on the side of the road is because they took her body in that car. To wherever it went. To wherever and then left the car on the Bluegrass Parkway. But the flat tire, they just... Maybe they just... Who knows? Who the hell knows? They also closed off a Bardstown subdivision during this time and dug up some concrete there, but it was like a very hush-hush situation. Um, They reported they had found an item of interest, but are not saying what that item of interest is. Hmm. And on the same day, they offered a $25,000 reward for any information leading to an arrest in Crystal's case. Hmm. So, the FBI is got a whole website and everything set up for Crystal. How much for money tips, is the reward? $25,000. Then you wouldn't have to steal 200 bundles of shingles. And then pay $25,000 to get get out out of jail? jail. Yeah. Okay. Do not pass go. To date, there have been no arrests for the disappearance and possible murder of Crystal Rogers 
And sadly, this is not the only tragedy that has fallen over this small town of 14,000 people in recent years. Besides her dad also being involved, like his case is unsolved. I was just looking at the the map, like trying to get a feel for like the town and the map and where it is. And it's, I mean, it's not like, it's closer to Louisville. Okay. That makes sense. Um, And I think it said Shelbyville. Well, I mean, we drive past the Bluegrass Parkway when mm-hmm. we're going. I was just trying to figure out like how far into like the mountains and like that kind of. Oh, like how easy it would be to right. stash a. Good point. Dead animal. Kentucky is definitely mountain. Yeah, I was trying to f- see what side, like hard what, terrain, like how close to like into the like Appalachian Mountains. I know I keep hitting my mic, <laughs> <laughs> which Bobby apparently thinks is hilarious. <sighs> Sorry, I'll tuck I'll tuck my hands back on. <laughs> We talk with our hands, people. <laughs> I'll tuck them back in. <laughs> I, I literally thought she was looking up how much the shingles would have cost. No, I was trying to That's figure only out. only you, Shauna, that cares, cares how much shingles cost. I'm definitely I'm looking curious. after this. I was literally just trying to see how close to like being in the heart of the Appalachian Mountains that that location was okay right which i wouldn't think it was like super since it's like the bourbon capital right it'd have to be easy to get supplies in and out of yeah all right well are you ready to hear about the rest of the effed up shit that's happened in this town sure okay so not only is crystal still missing since 2015 and her dad murder unsolved there's another guy named jason ellis he moved to bardstown with his wife amy and he had played uh, minor league baseball for the cincinnati reds and then moved to bardstown and became a police officer there in 2006 so he was also like a canine handler. Um, he won officer of the year in 2008. Like everybody said, this guy was like a really amazing guy. Nobody had anything bad to ever say about him. Well, on May 25th, 2013, so this is two years before Crystal, it was early Memorial day weekend and he was driving home at the end of his shift like the dispatcher heard him signing off on his radio he's in his police car well he gets to exit 34 on the bluegrass parkway and he notices that there's branches blocking the road like he's on Mm -hmm. the exit ramp and there's branches blocking the road. So he gets out of his vehicle to start clearing the debris 
because that's just the kind of guy he was. He could have driven around it, but he decides to stop. Clearing the trees, and he gets shot several times and died shortly after. He was found by a passerby at 3 a.m. His mm. case is also unsolved. No what idea shit? at all? No idea who would shoot him, why they would shoot him. It was the middle of the night. It sounds like someone just wanted to kill someone, so they put the damn branches there so someone would get out and clear it. Possibly. But his case is also unsolved. That's actually pretty terrifying if that's the case. Well, I mean, that is the only theory that I have for this specific Unless he had some weird enemy that nobody knew about. I mean, he was a cop. That was like following him and was like, here's the opportunity. Yeah, but I mean, if he was a stand-up guy. But he was actually like a, They everybody said, like nobody had anything bad to say about him. Not even the people he arrested? I mean, that's what I'm getting at. I understand that, but most criminals don't go after the cop that arrests them. It's not the cop's fault that they were arrested. All right, so we're back to the theory that someone laid the branches so anyone would have gotten out of the car to clear them. Possibly. Just to shoot them. Possibly. No one knows. There's no evidence. There's nothing. There's nothing left behind at the scene. That's nuts. I don't like that. This whole town. It's it's just, I mean, same type of thing as, you know, Skidmark, Missouri. Skidmore. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe I'm, I'm laughing at that. I'm avoiding the town altogether. I'll I, pass. I don't blame you on that one. Well, hate to break it to you people, but those two, three things were not the worst thing that happened in this town. In 2014, so it's the very next year after the cop. But still a year before A year before Crystal. Crystal um, there was a mother named Kathy. She was a dedicated special education teacher at the Bardstown Elementary School. Hmm. Oh and boy. she had a 16-year-old daughter named Samantha. Sorry, Samantha. Oh, boy. Okay. So they were described as amazing people. They would do anything for you. Kathy loved her job. She loved teaching children. Samantha was said to have loved school and had big plans when she graduated. Samantha's freaking out right now. The real, like the Samantha in this room, <laughs> not the Samantha that I'm talking about. She's talking about Sam is freaking out. Yeah. Okay. On April 22nd, 2014, neither Kathy or Samantha showed up for school that day. A relative went to check on them and found them tied up, tortured. And brutally murdered. Kathy not only had stab wounds, but had also been shot multiple times. Samantha had been stabbed and her throat was cut. It's believed they were killed around 8 p.m. on the 21st of April. 
and surveillance footage near their house captured a black Chevy Impala that may be linked to the murders. Um, the Kentucky State Police think it is like personal, like they knew the person. But again, it's unsolved. It's just- All of these things are personal, except maybe the cop. I feel like this town is like the Costco of true crime. Like, we came for one, but they gave us bulk. There is a lot going on in this town. And they're all unsolved. That's my problem. Like, at least with Skidmore, two of those cases were solved and somebody was punished for that and had to pay for those crimes. I almost feel like there's... There's just one, one singular yeah. sick fuck in this town that, that they're just not catching. See, I also had that same thought, and maybe it's uh, Nick. Okay, well, I will say that Crystal's mom did think that maybe Crystal was killed because she overheard something about the police officer who got killed. And whoever made her disappear was because she overheard something about his death. That was her mom's theory. This is such How an long... elaborate web of I know. Yeah, like it was Nick on the police force. Was it he on say. the police force at the same time as that guy? I don't know the answer to that question. Well, now that's another thing. We need the shingles and Nick's job <laughs> history. <laughs> we don't need the <laughs> I do also think it's weird that there's two Chevy Impalas involved here. Like, Crystal's was maroon, and the one involved in this was black. Was black. Okay, wait. Are we I mean, that really... could just be a coincidence. <laughs> are but there's we a lot of parallel. Here? This is like Bobby's conspiracy <clears throat> theory crap. Because you have... It's not crap. <laughs> <laughs> you have the two Impalas, the two Crystals, the two cops... Fishy. That's what I'm saying. I okay, feel Bobby. like there is a singular person or like a, a, you know, like a group duo in this town that is just running rampant doing shit. I feel like we need to change seats in this thing where me and Samantha sit next to each other and Bobby and Shauna <laughs> sit next to each other so they can tell each other like, you know, they're, what they're thinking. No, no, because this, I'm, Okay. Just because it's a conspiracy theory doesn't mean that it's not true. It just means the theory hasn't I been proven yet. I didn't say it wasn't true. But I just said it out there. I don't listen. Not into conspiracy theories. We need to figure out if the black Impala was the same year as Crystal's Impala, just repainted. What do you think? It was Crystal? No. No. She's thinking of Stephen King's Christine. It's a haunted car. I don't oh, think that's what she's thinking. No, I was thinking <laughs> this maybe. Is haunt- oh my god, this isn't a haunting episode. <laughs> it could be. No, it's not. <laughs> I was thinking maybe Nick borrowed the car one day. Yeah, I don't know. I feel I like just saying, I feel, we're going to conspiracy theory. It could have been the same damn Impala. I don't. I feel like the Hoyk brothers have something to do with at least Crystal. Yes. For sure, and her dad. I yes. have those, I feel. And maybe the cop. At, at because they could have worked together. I don't right. think that cop that got killed 
had anything to do with anything. He was dead before Crystal. No, I'm saying that the Hoyt, whatever the fuck. I said the Hoyt brothers. Well, that's why that I to the cop. Oh, because you're saying they, they worked did that to, yeah. to the cop. Not oh, yeah, like a yeah, jealousy thing. Like, yeah, since he was such an upstanding guy, maybe he was. That's oh, why yeah, I asked you. I mean, he wasn't. How, he played minor league baseball for the Cincinnati Reds. They said he was like the coach for his kids' baseball team. He was in the K nine unit, which means he had to like really. Yeah, Love try hard. dogs, of, and he won Cop of the Year, man. I know, that's what, what I'm saying. That's why I asked you he, jealousy, right? Was Nick a cop at the same time? We need to figure him. that out. I, yeah, I have no idea about know. that, but I would assume because I mean, this happened in 2013. Crystal went missing in 2015. Do you really think he was only a he wasn't a cop in those two years? Well, that's true. Like, I mean, I'm. It would be safe to assume, but at the same time, what, what the fuck is his name? What is whose name? Nick. What? Nick Hoyk. Well, while Shauna looks that up, I just I just want to reiterate: this is all theory. Yeah, we're just we're just, yeah, we're just speculating here. Yeah, we and we're aren't not accusing, accusing anybody of anything. Anything you know? We are not the FBI, right. even we're though we would like to be FBI. I would like to be in the FBI. We're just <laughs> crime you know, crime scene division. We're just theorizing here. <laughs> As Bobby rolls his eyes at me, I'm just saying crime scenes. What are you looking for? H O U C K. Would have never guessed. It's, it's you sure it's Hoik and not Hauk? Could be. Who knows? I'm just doing it the Kentucky way, Bobby. Oh We're in gosh. Kentucky. It's like, you know, the whole Louisville, Louisville, Louisville thing. If you're from there, it's always going to be Louisville. And people are going to be like, what? What did you say? I could see Samantha, like, actually preparing herself to say it was close to Louisville. Yeah, I know. I debated on that. <laughs> Louisville, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to say it the way that I would say it naturally, but I was like, Is people gonna know or are they gonna know what I'm talking about? Yeah, because unless you're from there, you're probably gonna say Louisville. Louisville. Because that's how it's spelled. Louisville. Well it's spelled Louisville. Well yeah, but who would say Louisville? Weirdos. <laughs> Why is Shauna looking all Okay, so like she this. found out information. <laughs> so, um, I found a Twitter post from 2018 where Nick Hoyk was actually at the press conference uh, where the murder of Jason Ellis was announced. He was actually there. You mean in uh, 2013? Or... Yeah, no, he was at that press conference, but no one actually noticed until 2018 oh. that he was there. Was so he, he was a, he then? was a cop. Yeah, he was a cop because he was at the press conference when they announced his death. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. Weird, but I mean, I'm still sticking to they got some wackadoo in town. <laughs> they that definitely is have just... some wackadoo. I, I agree. but does this wackadoo really know like all these people? 
or is he just picking them at random? I feel and like the police it's just, just weird think that they, it's personal. Maybe he's picking them uh, based on their connections, just to throw police off the trail. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, but yeah, no, that's my in in small towns like that. Though it's a lot of the times they know somebody on the police force or they're a part of the police force. Yeah doing shit like that i feel like well i'm gonna end it here on the if you have any information there's actually the fbi sat set up a whole task force and it's they have a website for it's mostly has to do with crystal but it does have all four unsolved crimes on the website and you can actually go online and email them tips and it's called crystalrogerstaskforce.com or you can call directly the FBI tip line and it's 1-800-CALL-FBI if you have any information about any of these four horrible unsolved cases. All right, so I guess that's that for this week. So if you liked our telling of the story, uh, hop on whatever podcast app that you're using to listen to us and give us five stars, great review, you know, share it with your friends, uh, your family, your neighbors, send it to everybody. Coworkers, your dog walker. Yeah. Babysitter. Mm-hmm. Your dog. <laughs> yeah. Tell your dog about it. <laughs> not your children. Probably not your children. No, not no your children. don't. Tell no the children. Kiddos. Um, Definitely the dog. But yeah, spread the word. You find a podcast. What about you the like. cat? Um, Cats don't care. They don't. <laughs> they, don't. they really don't <laughs> care. Okay, I beg to differ because... <laughs> there might uh, be one or two cats behind some of these cases, if we're being honest. 100%. Um, so if you want to reach out to us, you can... Uh, find us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Instagram at Missing Murdered Haunted. Facebook Missing Murdered Haunted Podcast. Um, and if there's a missing persons case you'd like to suggest to us, you can email us at missingmurderedhaunted at gmail dot com. Bye. 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 <laughs> Why do you keep doing that to me? <laughs> I'm not saying bye anymore. <laughs>